0: Hey there, mama, and welcome back to the Moms Overcoming Overwhelm podcast, episode 69. I'm Emily McDermott, and I'm here beside you on this journey as we work together to declutter your home, head, and heart. When people join my free Facebook group, which you can find at tinyurl.com forward slash Moms Overcoming Overwhelm, I ask three questions. And one of them has to do with what they are struggling most with when it comes to decluttering. And so what I decided to do for this week and then also next week's Tuesday episode is to take some of those frequent concerns and what I get as frequently asked questions and turn them into an episode. And if you would like to submit a question for next week's episode, feel free to go to simplebyemmy.com forward slash podcast. You want to scroll down to where it says start recording, and that's where you can leave me a voice message with your question. And I'll have all that information in the show notes. So today we are going to go through three different questions. Number one, where do I start decluttering? Number two, what do I do if I have no time to declutter? And number three, how do I get my family on board with decluttering? I'm very excited for this episode. So what do you say? Grab the notebook and pen and let's dive into today's episode. Hey there, mama. Are you tired of all the stuff crowding your home, calendar, and mind? Do you wish you could say goodbye to the endless to-do list running around in your head? Want to declutter but don't know where to start? You're in the right place. Welcome to Mom's Overcoming Overwhelm, where you will find proven and practical solutions to declutter your home, head, and heart. Hi, I'm Emily, a wife, boy mom, and simplicity seeker. If you're ready to reclaim the time and energy you crave, be present with your kids, and finally enjoy the life and motherhood you so deserve, let's kick overwhelm to the curb, shall we? Grab your lukewarm coffee, your notebook and pen, and clear off some counter space. Let's do this. So today I was teaching a music class. It is a music class that my kids used to take when they were real little before COVID, and now I am leading the class, which is pretty interesting because I can't sing very well. (laughs) But the three-year-olds, the two-year-olds, they don't really mind, which I appreciate. And I was just thinking about that season of my motherhood when we had nap times and just the exhaustion that was happening and just wanting more than anything for my kids to go to sleep. Maybe some of you are in that season right now. And I will tell you, I have come out the other side. Things are better now. But at the time, that was the thing I wanted most in the world. I just wanted to be able to sleep. And of course you can go on Google, you can talk to your friends, you can go to YouTube University, you can search for all of these different resources in order to help you. But what I found was that I just really wanted to find someone that could help me with my unique situation and just figure out a plan. Because for me, if you give me a plan, I am going to follow the plan. I don't ask any questions. And that's kind of how I like to deal with things, especially when I'm tired and overwhelmed. So so I hired a sleep consultant and the sleep consultant was great, gave me a customized plan based upon our needs and the sleeping for both of my kids improved and Considerably. Now, it was an investment, of course, and I could have just read more and more books about parenting and how to get your kids to sleep or watch another YouTube video, but honestly, I was just so tired and overwhelmed that really wasn't what I had as far as bandwidth to be able to do that. And why I'm mentioning it is because when it comes to decluttering, I totally encourage you all to come to the free Facebook group to do the challenges. I'm there to support you. But sometimes you just want a customized plan and someone to be able to say, okay, I understand your unique situation and this is what you need to do. And that's what decluttering coaching can do for you. I have both a one hour virtual session, or if you're in the greater DC area, I can come and spend a couple hours with you and we can knock out a room or two in your home. And so if you are, ready to do that and you're thinking maybe about possible things to put on your Christmas wish list that don't cause additional clutter in your home, how about the experience of being able to simply declutter your home in 15 minutes a day or less. So you can head over to simplebyme.com forward slash coaching. Again, that's simplebyme.com forward slash coaching, where you can find out more about my coaching services. Okay. So we're going to dive into these three questions three frequently asked questions. And the first I always get is where do I start decluttering? And if you go to episode five, which is called don't know where to start decluttering, the answer may surprise you. And I'm going to link to all of these referenced episodes in the show notes in case you can't write anything down right now. I talk about how you want to start with the most unsentimental, unemotional areas. Why? Well, decluttering is at its core decision making. So you want to start with the easiest areas that are the easiest decisions to make get some quick wins, and then that means that we have less drain on our energy, our time, and all of those other precious resources. Because what we're doing as we declutter is that we're starting to flex our decision-making muscles. So we never wanna start with the grandmother's china or any of the sentimental things that we have from our kids. And in fact, here is my recommended progression if you want to figure out what areas of your home I recommend you start with. The first actually is your car, which I know is not in your home, but again, having that easy win of cleaning a small space where there's a lot of trash. Next, I recommend the bathrooms, laundry room, linen closet, your coat closet or mudroom, kitchen, and then moving into shared living areas, your bedroom and closet, the kids' rooms, and then finally those storage areas like your attic or your garage. So if you want to find out more, again, go check out episode five, but that is just a quick overview of where I suggest you start with decluttering. The second thing I hear all the time from moms is, I don't have the time to declutter. Where do I find the time to declutter? And this is totally valid because we are busy moms doing a ton of stuff. We're working, we're taking care of our home, we're taking care of our kids, we're shuttling back and forth with all these activities. But when it comes to finding time for things, I would say to you that probably decluttering is a low priority task. It's something that if you get to it, great, but otherwise not that important. There are other things that are more important, but if you listen to episode eight Is clutter stealing from you? Four things you can reclaim now, even as a busy mom. I talk about the science between the impact clutter is having on our time, our peace, our health, and our energy. And so it actually is more important than we are probably prioritizing it to be because also we tend to go very all or nothing when it comes to decluttering. You think to yourself, well, if only I had a weekend when I was left alone and my husband took the kids and I could actually knock this out, I would be fine. But that's never going to happen. So I can't do anything. You having a whole weekend to yourself is probably not going to happen if you're anything like me. But What is most important to recognize is that that is a perfectionist mentality, that's an all or nothing mentality, and that is keeping you stuck from being able to start at all. I only recommend in our challenges that we do 10 or 15 minutes at a time. And the reason is that we're taking a category of stuff and we're breaking it down into subcategories. So we're not doing the entire closet. We're just gonna focus for 10 or 15 minutes on our tank tops and then our short sleeve shirts and then our long sleeve shirts and then our dresses and then our pants and then our shorts and so on. So when you look at it from that perspective, you do have the time, especially and if you have the time to shop, and if you have the time to go to Target. And if you have the time to do online shopping before bed with your Instagram ads and everything, you have the 10 or 15 minutes to declutter. So I would challenge you to take a look at how you're spending your time shopping and maybe replace that time with decluttering and see what happens. Okay. The third thing that I hear the most from moms that are joining the group is how do I get my family on board? My husband doesn't really want to get rid of anything. He has all of these t-shirts from high school. I don't even understand why. My kids' rooms are a disaster. I'm scared to even step foot in there. I don't know what to do. Emily, help me. Well, I do have two episodes where I talk about this. The first is episode 16, My Husband Doesn't Want to Get Rid of Anything, How to Get Your Spouse on Board with Decluttering in Five Simple Steps. And the second is episode 18, Are Your Kids Hoarders, Three Tips for Getting Them on Board with Decluttering. So I would recommend that you check out both of those episodes. But the thing I want to stress the most is that we want to focus on our own stuff First, let me say that again, we want to focus on our own stuff first. So when it comes to those unemotional, unsentimental areas that I mentioned, the car, the bathroom, you know, when it comes to the bathroom, you're starting with your own bathroom. And then maybe the powder room or the guest bathroom, not the areas where your husband or your kids have anything, but just those areas that are your responsibility. The laundry room, if you're the one primarily doing laundry, then you can handle that you know, when it comes to the mudroom, some of those more neutral areas, that's fine for you to start with. But then we're not going into our husband's clothes, we're not going into our kids rooms initially, because we only want to start with our stuff first, we want to be modeling these things that we're doing as far as having our spouse and our kids being able to see that you're going through your own stuff you're going to the donation center, you're scheduling a pickup, the kids are seeing that, maybe you ask your husband, hey, I'm gonna be bringing stuff to Goodwill on Saturday, do you have anything? But you don't say, hey, I noticed that you have like 50 t-shirts in your drawer, I'm guessing you might wanna get rid of some of those obviously you can see the difference between those two things, right? And so we want to be modeling the behavior that we want to see. We want to be able to explain why we're making these changes to our husband and saying, hey, I really want to simplify. I feel like I'm managing too much right now. So this is what I'm doing. Then eventually maybe talking to your kids saying, wow, look, I bought this pair of shoes, but I never wear them anymore. So I'm going to go ahead and declutter them and really just explaining what you're doing and why and encouraging when the time comes to be helping your kids with their stuff to be setting physical boundaries around their things. Now we talk about the container concept at length in episode six, It's something that we talk about pretty much in every episode. And the reason is that it is probably the most important concept when it comes to the actual act of decluttering. So episode six is called the easiest way to declutter any space in your home. So when it comes to their stuff and their rooms with your kids, You want to be able to help them flex those decision-making muscles and show them what it means to start with the things you love and like, and then move on to those maybes and be able to declutter those things they don't need with the understanding that they're blessing someone else. So those are just some ways that you can go ahead and approach that with your family. And again, those two episodes, episodes 16 and 18 can give you further information. Well, I realize that even though I'm not reading off a of script anymore, like I did kind of at the beginning, of this podcast with my scripted episodes, I get so excited (laughs) about these topics that I just kind of talk really fast. So hopefully you were able to glean some information from that. Again, the questions we were answering, where do I start decluttering? What do I do if I don't have any time to declutter? And how do I get my family on board with decluttering? So if you want to be able to submit a question to me, I would love to answer your direct question. Go ahead, head over to Simple by Emmy.com forward slash podcast, or you can go ahead and email me at info at and email me your question. So on Thursday, we're going to be having a conversation with Casey Jones. She is that minimalist mom on Instagram, and she is talking to us about minimalism and how it really has helped her as she's had to process grief when it came to losing her son Colt. So it's a very powerful conversation and I hope to meet you back here. I hope to see you on Thursday and bye for now. If you like today's podcast, here's what you can do. Just take 30 seconds to leave me a review. I know you're a busy mama. You're overwhelmed, in fact. But 30 seconds of your day makes such an impact. I'll be blessed by your words. They'll definitely make my day. And who knows, you might be entered for this month's giveaway. An Apple podcast, scroll down to write a review. Thanks so much for your time. I'm so grateful for you.